BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because I'm feeling fresh as hell. Oh, you guys better enjoy it. Loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Quarterback log. I'll report back shortly. Justin out. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan. Good morning, Starshine. Good morning. Let's not forget Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Where is he? The Earth says hello. (laughs) What's a Starshine? That's from Willy Wonka. Starshine. The Uh, Earth says hello. The worst of the Willy Wonka movies, by the way. The Mm -hmm. new one. The new one kicks ass. Love it. The new one's awesome. It's badass. Love it. So good. All right, folks. Well, we've got a heck of an episode lined up for you. Lots of rumblings around the league, and uh, we've got a Craig experience lined up. So let's waste no time. Let's start off at the top talking about uh, the Colin Cowherd show, apparently, uh, because there's a lot of news. We've got an empty uh, coaching spot right now, and so don't tell that to Gifts. About- don't tell that to Gift Smith because he's a badass. That's we'll true. We'll talk about him later, but we, yeah. yeah, we'll get into it. But, strike that, uh, reverse it. Strike it, reverse it. Let's talk about <laughs> Colin. This is going to be the Willy Wonka episode. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we'll be too. Everlasting gobstoppers before this episode's done. <laughs> let's but go. Uh, let's see. On the Colin Cowherd show, uh, he said, "I did confirm last night and yesterday afternoon." that the Chargers are very interested in Jim Harbaugh. He's at the top of the wish list. The very tippy top of the wish list. It's like Christmas. It's like you make the you make the list for Santa. And, you know, yeah. you, got, you got Tonka truck. This is, I imagine, what John Spanos wants. Tonka yeah. truck, some like Hot Wheels, um, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just got to sit on Santa's lap and ask for it nicely. Yeah. I don't have any kids. Do they still make like the the magazines where like kids can like circle like I want this and I want this and I want this? No, they usually so your just, kids do oh, that. They just yeah, oh, it's just Amazon. They just make their own. They send me my, list. yeah. <laughs> my son steals my wife's list. phone and sends me links. <laughs> they just add it to our cart. Yeah, yeah. just buy it, old man. Like okay, sure, <laughs> well, honey. All right, whatever you say. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got to be at the very top of the list for sure. I mean, everybody's a, I mean, been talking about it. Anyone that has a head coaching vacancy, how is he not at the top of your list? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like there's going to be more than just the Chargers looking for a head coach. I've already heard everyone like, oh, the Raiders, that would be a great spot for Harbaugh to end up. And I'm like, 
but why? Like, why would anyone ever want to coach the Raiders? I don't, I don't understand the draw. Except for they pay you a bunch, they fire you, the and then draw. they still pay you for a really long time. I guess yeah. that's the draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you like, know, I'll put in a solid year. They'll pay me yeah. for five, and yeah. I'll be, I'll get, I'll get fifty million and coach one year. It'll be yeah. great. Ah, one year. And we were talking about it earlier, Kyle. You were telling us a little bit about his track record of what he had done leading up to. Yeah. To where he is now, it's crazy. Everywhere he goes, I mean, every single stop that he goes, he takes a he takes a program or a franchise that's in the sewer, and he takes them to the top like instantaneously. And and the thing that I think that is great is he has an identity. I feel like we haven't had an identity as a team in a really long time. I would even say since LT. Once when we had LT, when you had Marty Schottenheimer, you know that you're going to come play us. You're going to get we're going to run the ball like and punch you in the face or defense is going to play tough. Um, that is Harbaugh. He's done the same, no matter what level he's coaching at. He he came to San Diego and coached at USD, took his team to two 11 and one season, won the Pioneer League twice. He then goes to Stanford, beats one of the greatest USC teams of all time in an upset. Hmm. Um, he, and then he goes to San Francisco and out of his four years in San Francisco, he went to three NFC championship games and a Super Bowl. Wow. Now he's at Michigan and at Michigan, which also, I mean, gigantic school. Everyone knows Michigan football. Sure. But it had been underperforming for a very long time. And they've now been back-to-back college football playoffs. Like, that's just what he does. He just, he, 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 he's just a leader. He can create this culture. And they run, they, they are tough, man. Like, I, I was watching, um, I don't remember, one of the games that he was suspended for, I think it was Penn State. I think it was when they played Penn State. And Blake Corum, who's their running back, who's like a fifth-year senior guy, He'll be in the draft. And if Harbaugh comes to the Chargers, I would put that guy up high on your draft board. Uh, after the game, Harbaugh was suspended. Corum had his nose was split in half, just oh, bleeding all down his yeah. face. And he was like, I just love Coach Harbaugh. We did a few. <laughs> we love you. Like, th- like this, that's the kind of like affection that these guys have for their coach, which everyone says like he's quirky and weird and he obviously demands a lot of like he left San Francisco because they tried to put the reins on him. Um, but hey, his players play for him. That's for sure. They're not I they will not get beat by the Raiders by 50 points. And no. I, I'm excited to watch Michigan in the playoffs now. I'm like, I got a team I'm gonna follow in his playoff, college playoff. I know, but do we root for them to win? Like, do we want them I, to go I, to the championship I, or do we I, want them out so we can just like get our bar already? Everything I've heard is if he wins a championship. For a few people have said that if he wins, there's nothing else for him to do there. He's done it. Now time to go win a Super Bowl, <laughs> which we want one of those as well. He's like, I've conquered this land. Time for me to move on to better. You guys pastures. are hassling me. You're gonna have to suspend me and shit. Like I'm just gonna move on. But so another thing that I, you know, I find interesting about Harbaugh and spending a little more time looking at it and the comparison between him and Belichick is they're similar coaches in that they're quirky. They demand a lot of their players very hard on them to a certain extent. But Harbaugh is working with college kids right now. He's working with younger players and is able to still bring that hard-nosed energy and you know what he's asking from these guys and applying it to college. So you're going to be working with a young... We're going to have a young team next year. Let's just be honest. We're going to sure. rely on our That's draft class and it's going to be a young team. So I think he's a, a much better fit in terms of being ready to, you know, take. let's go to the AFC Championship, you know? Mm-hmm. Get over on this team and take us there. Do whatever you want. You can have it all. Yeah. No, he definitely seems like the the leader type. And I mean, 
if everything is as you guys say it is, and I have no reason not to, to doubt that, it seems like he's got like that Midas touch. Everything he touches just turns into a winning team. Totally. So I, it would be it would behoove the Spanos <laughs> to do so, you know, to make the move, right? Yeah, the Midas touch thing is funny because I would never think of Midas touch as the example anymore. I would only think of Goldmember. <laughs> Whoa, like he is he he's the modern gold. day Midas touch. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I do one bolt prediction for you. Yes. Um, just to before when we can move on. I think if we do get Harbaugh, he's coming in as the general manager and head coach, mm. and we'll have some kind of bring in whoever you want as the assistant GM. That's that's what my bolt prediction is. If he in, ends up coming to the Chargers, and he'll have both those spots. Hmm. Well, because they don't have a GM in college, do they? No, he. I mean, well, you're it's the like director of player you're personnel. It's like the what is the? It's something similar. Something it's like, like the athletic that? director. Yeah, it's yeah. a different kind yeah, of yeah. Athletic, athletic director oversees all sports, though. So he's he was overseeing girls volleyball, and they oh. just kind of are doing contracts with TVs and all that kind of crap. But yeah, I mean, in in college, there's no GM. You're the guy. You do everything. All the recruiting goes through you. Who you want on your team, you get on your team. Who you want to kick off, you kick off. There is no, hey, what do we do? How does this work? Which is so bizarre, like how the NFL has evolved. I was watching this documentary on Bart Starr the other day, the quarterback for the Packers. Mm -hmm. They were the OC. <laughs> the quarterback just called all the play. There was oh, no really? guy on the sideline calling play. No, he just goes into the game, calls the play, they run the play. <laughs> and now it's evolved into this thing where they have headsets and guys on the sideline and specific OCs and sometimes the OC is the head coach. Sometimes the head coach is just the head coach and you have OCs and you have general managers telling you what players you're allowed to have. And it's like, that, that seems backwards. Like I feel like the general manager should work for the coach. Mm -hmm. Hey, these are the guys that I need to effectively run my team. Go get them for me. Right. And if you can't come back to me and I'll tell you some other guys that might work, not you give me the team and I have to do what I like do my best. That, to me, that seems that feels backwards. Backwards for sure. So like, the head coach can't do all like the finance stuff right. while running his team. You know, like that part you need an outside source to be able to deal with salary cap and restructuring contracts and all that garbage. But like getting I need this guy, go make it happen. That should be what the head coach is able to do. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. And uh that would certainly be enticing for for anybody that really wanted that. I, I, it does seem to me like, to me, it seems like hitting two jobs is like, God, now there's like one other thing to deal with, but I guess it's more of a, now I can have absolute control yeah. over what this team does and can do and what players we pick up. Nobody's going to get in my way other than the owner. As long as the owner lets me do what I feel is right for this team, then we'll have a championship yeah, before you know it. You're not, you're not an offensive coordinator. You're not a defensive coordinator. You're the head coach. You right. deal with who's on your team. You oversee all of those things. Like your DNA is in all of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the offense you're gonna run. Oh no, we're not doing that because I'm the head coach. So this is what you're gonna run. You mm -hmm. know, like that's that's what a head coach is. Like if you think that Kellen Moore just got to go do whatever he wanted, you're sadly mistaken. Coach Staley had a say in everything that he did. Mm. All of his philosophy, all of his terminology, running the ball versus throwing the ball, fourth down. What They come up with a game plan together every week, and he's not – like Staley has to check off on whatever he's going to do. He's the head coach. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think that 
the head coach needs to be needs to have that control, in my opinion, mm-hmm. more than what they have now. I think the good the good um the good teams have that. You just don't see it. We don't get to see how GMs and head coaches interact. Right. Well, uh speaking of Harbaugh and everything that's been going on with him on the college side, uh from ESPN, the NCAA will reportedly charge Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh a level one violation for allegedly misleading investigators during the 2020 season. They're going back in time. They're hopping in the DeLorean. Like, you know what? Let's, you know, it's like the IRS. Like, let's retroactively go look back at 2020 <laughs> yeah, and see what else you did for wrong. an audit. <laughs> yeah, he's getting full-blown audited ah, right now. Cripes. Who's got the receipts? Yeah, also 2020 shouldn't count for anything. That was yeah. COVID. Like, that. that's just the... You don't look at what happened in 2020. Let's not go back there. That was terrible. Yeah. Right. We're not going back to 2020. Well, that I think that is the investigation is it has to do with COVID and the protocols and blah, blah, blah. And that's what is the uh, misleading aspect of it. So, yeah, I, I don't know, obviously, the entirety of the particulars as far as what was misleading or what was misled. But but that's uh, on top of what had just happened under their noses. So, <laughs> yeah, level one. Well, it's just funny because that's on top of everything they're going through. They just went through with like the sign stealing and all that other shit. Like, and the yeah. crazy guy with the manifesto that like one day I'll become the Michigan. It is a crazy story if you haven't read about it. We won't spend all the time going over it here, but go check out why he's in trouble right now. And it's pretty fascinating. Hmm. Does what did any he of that mislead? worry you though? Like, does any of that concern you that he's having this trouble or do you're just like, Eh, it's college. I mean, it makes sense. You, you wouldn't have that trouble in the NFL or something. Well, like you that. you don't want to get caught doing this stuff. Like I, to the it's to the extent I'm mad that he did it. I'm mad that I'm he got mad. caught. <laughs> well, pretty much. Like I like I don't know the extent of it. Like you you've heard stories of like people doing crazy shit. Like right. I think it was like one of the coaches. I can't remember his name, but he left. He sent out one of his assistants to leave a playbook for their like their game plan for the for the game out on fake a bench, playbook. and somebody grabbed a fake playbook, put it in, and that team beat the shit out of that team. He didn't get in trouble. You're just you're you're maximizing how you're playing the game. There, I think what happened in that situation is some guy really went above and beyond what he was probably asked to do and mm-hmm. did some sketchy ass shit, and then that all came back on on them. But you know, there's something you think about. Like, is he you know honest? And you know, is that a concern? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but. He's, he wins. He wins. That's <laughs> football games. Deflate gate. Look at Bill Belichick, the other guy we're talking about. He's also done sign stealing shit. It's the same thing. Right. It's the same thing. Didn't Just, Sean Payton wasn't wasn't he wrapped he up was, in he something? He had the bounty gate. Bounty yeah. gate. Yeah. Where they're like giving people to money players. to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're all fucked up. So what? What's the what's the level of? It's up? the wild wild west. Listen. If whoever, you want a good coach, you're getting a psycho. So right. what yeah. do you want? You want a good coach? You bring a gun to a knife fight. That's yeah, exactly. Hundred percent bazooka. <laughs> Have his back. Yeah. Um, on the level one violation, uh, level one infraction seen as something that could seriously undermine or threaten the integrity of the NCAA collegiate model as set forth in the Constitution and bylaws, which results in a competitive or other advantage, could result in a multi-game suspension or other recruiting restrictions. Dude, he's out. He, he's so over this right. crap. Yeah. There's no way. Like. He, He's already got kicked off of the field for half of this season. And now they're going to go back to 2020 and look at more more stuff that he potentially did wrong. Mm-hmm. He he left the San Francisco 49ers making millions of dollars 
winning everything. And he's like, no, I'm out because they tried to tell him what to do. You mm-hmm. think this is going to go over well with Jimmy? No. Little Jimmy boy. <laughs> James. <laughs> I like um, Jim Bob. J- Jim, Jim, Jim Bob. Bob. Jim Bo. Harbaugh. <laughs> Jimbo. Sweet Jimmy boy. Um, Jimba. <laughs> Jimba. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. He's my Jimba. Um, yeah, he doesn't want the smoke for sure. Um, looking over at uh, Scott Bingsburg, uh, Michigan's Jim good Harbaugh name. will not sign his new five-year, $55 million contract proposal until at least mid-January. Harbaugh feels slighted by the university for not fully having his back during suspension this season and will again evaluate NFL interest. Hashtag Michigan hashtag NFL. <laughs> <laughs> so this, my thought is like, if this was going to happen, this is like the perfect alignment yeah. of stars. You know what it's I mean? Too, it's too perfectly aligned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just is. Like it has to happen. And I'm getting scared of how excited I am for it to happen. Are you scared how it's too perfect? You're like, this is too yeah. good of a thing right now. I've already like yeah. he's he's our new head coach in my mind. Like that's where I'm at right now, that's and it's not good, it'll, it's not that's good at not all. Good. <laughs> I am setting myself up for the biggest face plant of all time. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully don't that, do that anyway. doesn't end up being the case. There is so much smoke going on around Twitter of just like. Oh, so and so says they've been having some heavy talks. Rumor mills, baby. Colin Coward now is in that mix of I heard from somebody or I confirmed. I will say though, our next four, our next four years, at least this year of draft, if you get Harbaugh, he knows everything going ins and outs. Oh, true. Oh, is that? Do you think that ends up being the team now instead of Notre Dame? We start drafting heavily Michigan Michigan? players. Oh, you're going to get at least if he if he's on our team, if he's our head coach, you're at least getting two Michigan guys in the draft. Yeah, Yeah, at least. Mm. Well, that'll definitely or they just say no I'm not signing with you and then they once they are free agents they sign with us <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're not signing our fifth <laughs> we don't want to be a fifth round pick we'd rather go be an undrafted free agent <laughs> with the Chargers yeah. and Jim Harbaugh with Jim Ba. there you go Jim Ba. let's like I think that's sticking hopefully we can it's use good. that it might stick um, well before we get to Jim Harbaugh believe it or not we're still playing football yeah we've still got some games to play um, and <laughs> three that, to be exact that includes this Saturday uh, against Buffalo where right now I don't think anybody in the world <laughs> thinks the Chargers are going to win except maybe us <laughs> we might we're such an like we're such an unknown now it's out of control like they you, yeah. you can't if anything you're thinking we're going to take a step back I don't know how we take a step back from that last game so <sighs> I would love to be the upset upset dogs on this you know mm-hmm. it will be interesting to see yeah the nfl films came out with their prediction and there's not a soul here that thinks the chargers are gonna win so somebody has it close 21 20 two of them do but, yeah there's a couple 21 oh, yeah, 20s there's yeah 20s but there's also some 34 13 there's some big blowouts here too so 31 10s we'll see what uh saturday brings us but uh first let's look at some quotes from uh giff smith do you think it's GIF or JIF? GIF. GIF. It is GIF. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Because <laughs> I think... GIF. GIF Smith. Well, I also heard that somebody said it was like Jeff, but like JIF? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking. Um, GIF said, it's been an awesome week. The staff has been incredible. The organization has been unbelievable. I'm just happy to be the guy standing at the podium. Uh, later, he added, we're all in this because we're competitive people. I think it will be the same competitive spirit, just a different role that I'm asked with. Uh, but we get to go out there and compete, and that's why uh, we all do it. How great is that? 
He, I don't know if you guys listened to his first interview. Like he was yeah. funny. He was intense. Like he's giving off that kind of hard nosed, intense football coach, which yeah, we sure. haven't had from Brandon. Brandon Staley didn't sound like this, you know, we're, but I, yeah. the more I've thought about Brandon Staley, do you think he could have pulled that off? What do you mean? Being a hard nosed guy? Yeah. I, I mean, he certainly so. tried to with Popper, like Popper was getting under his skin well, yeah, and he tried to Popper, be like, but, but that's what I, I mean. I was, yeah. Yeah. But well, like he, with his football team, like, Last year in the playoffs, Joey Bosa rips his helmet off, spikes it into the ground, costs us 15 yards in a critical time of the game. Right. Does Staley go over to him and rip into him like Sean Payton? No. No, he no, picks no, no. up his helmet and hands it back to him. Mm -hmm. Like, I just I just don't even think that's just part of his personality. Like, he just doesn't have that. He's no. not. He was never going to do that. It's not comfortable for him. That's just not what he can do. Mm -hmm. Um. So... I I just that's just not who he is. I just don't think I don't know if that that personality works as a head coach. I think like when you look at when you look at like a coaching staff, you need some of those types of guys. Mm -hmm. The head coach is going to rip into you. You walk over to the bench. You have a Brandon Staley come over and give you your like. It's all right, man. Like keep your head in it. Let's get after it. Learn from this. But the head coach has to be the one that's like, no, that's unacceptable. You can't act like that type mm -hmm. of vibe. That's a good which, point. It's just. I, nothing against coach Staley. I just don't, I don't even know if he could pull that off. Cause I think you'd be able to see right through it. Cause it's just not who he is. Yeah. And I think coach coach Giff is definitely more of that than, yeah. than what Staley was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they've got a quote here from Khalil Macca and coach Giff saying it's natural. Everybody likes Giff. Everybody knows the type of man he is, uh, the type of leader he is very honest, very blunt forthcoming. So it's definitely what you want in this situation, not sugarcoating, nothing, letting us know what it is and what we have to get ready for. That's it's powerful not a words. From He's not a candy man. Am I right? The candy man can. <laughs> can. Candy man. <laughs> well, can. the candy man can't in this situation. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't sugarcoat it. He's not the candy man. Not, not, not gift. No. Um, and then Derek Ansley on the defense saying, I am excited about the opportunity to lead our players. It's very familiar to what I've been doing. Now I just get a chance to call the plays on Saturday. I'm excited about that, but definitely am disappointed in the outcome of why I'm calling the plays. Yeah, he's excited, this, dude. this is the toughest one. Like he's in a tough spot because yeah. he's doing more than anyone else on the staff is doing now. Like mm -hmm. he is stepping up, calling the plays first year as a defensive coordinator. There's a right. lot on his shoulders right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that he's excited about it. He's like, oh, I get to play now. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like when you're playing on like, you know, an old or video game system and like your little brother is the one that's player two. He's like, well, now you get to be player one. Like, Oh, I get to play player me? one. I get oh, to me? call the plays. Okay. Stuff the whole new ball of wax. Christmas. Yeah. I've been waiting for this this present I've been waiting for, so for this long. moment. Yeah. Don't blow it, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends. <laughs> yeah. Hey. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Don't blow it. I don't this. know, man. I it's just I feel like so much of the stuff that we as fans were like, why are we still doing this? Like, why is <laughs> Why is Derwin still 20 yards off the why? ball every play? And <laughs> why is Cleo Mack dropping into coverage right. ever? Like, why is he not rushing the quarterback on every single play? Yeah. And I just feel like a lot of that is going to start to happen because it, it just seems so no-brainer to us simpletons that <laughs> it has to be like, a, okay, yeah, it didn't work. Let's switch it. Mm -hmm. I'm not a smart man, but I know what deep coverage Love is. is. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. And then there's Giff Smith on the defense this week uh, saying there will be some subtle changes. Uh, there aren't wholesale changes. We're going to put the best guys out there in the best position to have the opportunity to stop Buffalo and give us a chance to win. Subtle. We'll see what subtle, subtle. actually means. The subtle better? Changes. The subtle mean better? I well, that's will. what he thinks. I, I was listening to his interview and um, Popper asked him, like, did any other coaches call you, give you any cool advice? And he said one coach, I can't remember his name, called him and said, all those ideas that you've ever had and all those, like, changes that you would have done those are no no longer thoughts now those are decisions like those are actions like <laughs> now that's what you get that's to a do. good way to put it that's mm. a great way to say you know? that because as an assistant every time your head coach does something you're like oh, i probably not every time but a lot of times you're like i probably would have done that a little bit differently mm. but he's your coach he's your boss he's running the organization you go i support that let's go mm-hmm. um but all those little thoughts that like hey i would have done that a little different now that's like action now mm-hmm. let's go now okay now i can go do that i would have done yeah. that different now we're gonna do it different now we're gonna do it different yeah everybody watch um yeah. and then uh let's see eric kendricks on the new play caller uh said the big change is that our former play caller is not here but maybe small changes here and there to minimize confusion and just play fast that's what our goal is to play as fast as possible Minimize dance party right now. Minimize <laughs> confusion. How confusing was this Saturday, shit? Saturday, 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 playing fast. Saturday, <laughs> no confusion. Saturday, <laughs> but like honestly, like how bad was this? Like confuse. Like he was trying to take the high road and be like, we're gonna you know t- make some small changes. We're just not gonna be confused anymore. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna know what they're doing out there. It's just we, subtle. We're just gonna be able to play fast as f- boy, and <laughs> that'll be great. Well, and that I mean, that's coming from a guy. This is his first year with the team, and he came in and was just like, "What? This is too confusing." What is this? He's what like, "You guys this? know what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to supposed to do here? What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> He's like, like over running with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. This can't be right. I can't. This no. doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right, coach. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> Derwin help. Derwin. Oh, he's 50 Just yards that his way. Hands on the field. Like, I don't know what you're right. <laughs> coach, come <cut> out. <laughs> uh, well, it is uh, kind of refreshing. I think, you know, this was all something that needed to happen. And now we get to see at least a glimpse into what this team is going to be capable of, uh, even with some of the guys, you know, not this team, not fully healthy. Um, they already have the injury report with the questionable, doubtful and out uh, because we are playing Saturday. So that's already come out Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Uh, questionable is the saying Bassey, Nick Vanette and Nick Williams. Uh, doubtful is uh, Deanne Leonard and Tanner Muse. And out, sadly, is Keenan Allen and Joey Bosa. Now, obviously, this isn't a game that's necessarily, like, meaningful at this point as far as, like, trying to get into the playoffs. But this is a a career year for Keenan Allen. And if anything, I just want him to get more catches, more yards, and set more records. Um, You don't want him to get hurt. Definitely don't want him to get hurt. And so it makes sense to not play him. He didn't practice all week. Um, He was dealing with a heel injury. Uh, Saying Bass, he's dealing with a concussion and concussion protocol he had limited practices but got a full one in thursday 
Uh, Joey Bosa, I guess, got activated after being on IR with his foot, but only got a limited practice in Thursday, so that's not enough to... I think he'll probably play next week. You think I, so? I think he will. I think he will. Well, it'll be fun to see if that ends up being the case. There's uh, still stuff to look forward to, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this, we still got three games. It's still going to be fun. Yeah. It ain't the end of the season, folks. Um, Zion Johnson was dealing with an ankle injury, but got full practices in all week. Uh, Deanne Leonard, uh, dealing with that heel injury, didn't practice Tuesday or Wednesday, but limited Thursday, so that's why he's doubtful. Uh, Tanner Muse, dealing with the knee injury, limited Thursday, Wednesday, and a full on Thursday, but still doubtful. Uh, Ogbong Bamiga with a hamstring injury, limited, limited, and full, so we'll get to see him back on uh, special teams. Trey Pipkins, dealing with a wrist injury, limited Tuesday and Wednesday, full on Thursday, so we'll probably see him. Nick Bannett, uh, that tight end, we really haven't seen too much from after after signing him. Uh, dealing with the back injury, just got a limited practice Thursday, so understandably questionable. And Nick Williams, the defensive lineman, dealing with the shoulder injury, limited all week, so questionable on whether or not he will play. Yeah. So, it's a very extensive injury report, and shockingly, the Bills seems to be even longer. Yeah, uh, got, we don't need to go through, I don't know any of these names. No, 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 but... I don't need to go through the names, but I'm just... <laughs> It's like a lot of there's like 15 there's a lot guys of names and there's a lot of big names on here. I mean, you're talking about Josh yeah. Allen, James Cook, uh, Micah Hyde, Micah is Hyde, out. Out. safety, yeah, Von Miller. I mean, there's a lot of big names. Oh, Dalton Kincaid's on there too. Wow. So uh, they're they're pretty banged up as well, being the point. And uh, we'll be it'll Chargers might have at least a bit of a fighting chance in this as far as uh, eking out a win and being an upset for the Bills. But um, right now the Bills are. It's weird. Only eight and six. There they are got, not a lot of top teams. They've had some in this bad right losses. Yeah, yeah, some weird some ones to weird losses, teams yeah. kind of thing. Hey, we're a weird team. Hey, we we that team. team. We're weird as shit. We're weird we, as f- boy. Yeah. You came to us the weirdest we've ever been, boy. You want to see weird? I'll show you some weird. I'll show you weird. Yeah. Want to get nuts? Let's Come get on. nuts. <laughs> So yeah, they've they've had some really weird losses, but I mean they're still they're still a top contender and they're still fighting for a top spot in the playoffs. Dude, so the last two games they beat the Chiefs and the Cowboys. So well, they beat the Eagles to overtime the week before. Yeah, they like had, they had a three game stretch here. They're catching their stride for yeah. sure right now. They're playing their best football right now. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, what you can see happen is over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash charger chat. Uh, check out all the fun, cool videos we have over there. You can sign up and, hey, man, if you sign up in the in the $10 category, you could get one of these killer oh, sweet. Oh, they're good patches. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, they're awesome. Banana flavored. Mm, that's tra- uh, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> the wool dogs taste like wool dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the third Wonka reference so far. Uh, that's patreon.com slash chat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions and ask both fans. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right, folks, time to go on to the next segment. You know them. You love them. It's the great experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Great experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. 
Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Tell you what, <clears throat> probably better that you're seeing me now than last week. Took a little bit of a break, short week, Thursday night football, then followed up by some big news. But I probably wasn't the best person to have a conversation with after that loss to the Raiders. Forget the loss. It was a complete embarrassment. But guess what? We're on our way to happier times and I couldn't be more excited about it. So with that said, let's get into the proceedings this evening. CC gang, the biggest of salutes into the rest of the boat fam. What is good eat? She got Craig in Texas and welcome to another edition of the Craig Woo. experience. Okay, so we already know what it is. Charges lost in humiliating fashion, followed up by Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley being let go or relieved of their duties, fired, given their pink slips, whatever you want to call it. But there is a new era on the horizon, yet we must first finish the season. Three more games left with Giff Smith as your interim head coach and the players, I'm sure, are enthused with that. He's well-loved by not just them, but the front office. So interested to see what his future holds going into next year. If he's going to be retained, whoever the new head coach is, is probably going to want his own guys. But I don't know. Are the Chargers going to make it a stipulation that GIF sticks around? We'll see. That's further down the line. <clears throat> but you got Derek Ainsley, who also has an opportunity to call the defense, which some of us have been clamoring for. And I'm... I've got a personal rooting interest there. DA played college ball with one of my best friends, so I definitely want to see him succeed. And as well, just like Giff Smith, see what the future holds for him. But y'all are really here to hear my opinion about what I want for the Chargers moving forward where leadership is concerned. A bunch of y'all already follow me on Twitter. If you don't, cool. This will be your first time hearing it. But you're not going to be surprised because it's along the lines of a lot of other folks. Person I want the charges to go after. With, I mean, literally stalk him if you must. Jim Harbaugh. Easy peasy. It's not rocket science. Makes perfect sense. The man has won wherever he's gone. Whether we're talking about in college, resurrect. Sorry. I'm going to say I was going to say resurrecting a Stanford program, but was Stanford relevant before John at any point? Maybe at some point. I'm not a historian with regard to uh, the Stanford Cardinal football team. Isn't that mascot a tree? I always get thrown off by that one name, different mascot. It's like Auburn Tigers, the War Eagle thing it just gets really convoluted and confusing. But Brought them to relevance after about two years of being there. First two years, a little rocky, but he built the program up and eventually took them to a couple bowls. His last year there finished up 11 and one, uh, moved on to the NFL, had a stint with the 49ers for four years, literally one year in his bag, 
right of the ship. Got them to 13 and three year one was also NFL coach of the year in year one and uh, played in the Super Bowl eventually against his brother in the Har Bowl, as it was referred to. Goes to Michigan. You've seen what he's accomplished here in nearly a decade. I mean, aside from some of the penalties that have been levied and more apparently sanctions and whatnot are to come. So him sticking around seems less and less likely every day. But you know what Michigan's been asking for for years. Beat Ohio State, which he has done consecutively three years in a row. Well, this season, he wasn't exactly on the sidelines because of those uh, infractions that I mentioned. But the guy still got up for him and got the job done. So he clearly has a huge impact on their program. So at the end of the day, wherever he goes, winning follows. Here's why this makes a ton of sense. Not only for the Chargers as a whole, but specifically for Justin Herbert. You have an old school offensive mind that played quarterback, understands the importance of the run game because do know this. Any Jim Harbaugh team that you go back and look at is going to be strong in the trenches and the running game is going to play a significant part of the game plan. This is going to take a ton of heat off of Justin Herbert and make him that much more efficient and effective. You can utilize play action, which means you can take your deep shots, work the ball down the field, and you'll get to see all of Jay Herbo in his splendor. Not just constant five and seven step drops where he's having to evade pressure and work magic to be the Chargers savior each and every game. He's going to have a complimentary offense to assist him and he's going to be able to do all the special things in addition to it the offense's success is not going to be predicated on just his ability to do all the crazy wild exceptional stuff it'll just be the cherry on top right and yes the charges benefit from it overall because there'll be a much more balanced offense and also jim doesn't just believe in the trenches again on the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive line is a priority there as well for all of his teams. So you're probably going to see some better talent in the defensive front, not just guys who can come in and, you know, be good rotational players. You're going to have at least one difference maker. And it's something that I've been begging the Chargers to do. They need a disruptor in their front four. And I'm not just talking about on the edge. I mean, on the interior. Jim is going to make that happen. I've probably called him John at some point during this, which I have a really bad habit of doing because we all know who his brother is. I always mix their names up. Just going to have to grab me some grace and, you know, get over it. <clears throat> but yes, this is the direction I want the Chargers to go in. Again, for the success of Justin Herbert and the franchise overall. And also because I mentioned this before, being an offensive minor head coach means that whoever is the OC and whether they decide to stick around for a while or see some success in the short term and it ends up being just like a quick cup of tea and then they bolt out for a new gig, no pun intended. Uh, the bones of the offense, the structure of it, the foundation will be from Jim's vision. So the effect won't be felt as much. And yeah, 
In the past, Jim's tenures have not been as lengthy as maybe some feel they should have been because he's a little quirky. But I feel like at age, what, think he's 60, 61, he probably wants this to be his last stop. And I would venture to say that when you have a quarterback like Justin Herbert under your tutelage, and you have an opportunity to grow that legacy, maybe this time around win a Super Bowl, at least one. Might dial things back a bit, be willing to play ball a bit more than what he was in the past uh, with ownership and you know, a GM, which, by the way, whoever the next GM is, he'll probably have a say in it. Look, I'm talking as if he's definitely going to be the guy. This is what I'm saying. In the event this does happen, he'll probably uh, be someone that Jim approves of. And so this is probably a moot point. He'll stick around and we'll have a long term coach who can come in and help to set a culture that the Chargers absolutely need. Let's get away from this finesse stuff. Let's get a guy in here with a proven track record of success and let him do his thing. That means, hey, Johnny boy, you're going to have to get out of the way and let the football people do the football stuff. If you're going to have Harbaugh in the building, you really don't have a choice. So not really concerned about that. But anyway, folks, that is how I feel. That is my vision. That is what I want. And hopefully it will happen. And we can talk about some alternatives here down the line. But as of today, this is all I care about. So that being said, I appreciate you for joining me. You know who it's been, Mr. Oh, it's right there. Bolt Gang or Do Not Bang, a.k.a. T.O.P underscore flyt3 over on twitter and yes you can also catch me over on the lightning round podcast come holla at me check us out but until the next one oh yeah there's a game this weekend against the bills like i said before i don't really don't even know how much we care about that but hey go team regardless uh catch y'all next one take it easy okay love you bye well there you go folks another awesome craig experience craig you're, you're preaching to the choir, baby. We're I, all rooting I, for this. Jim, I, want to, I want to apologize. We did not know what you were going to talk about before we started this episode. We didn't listen to yeah. the segment first. No, we, so We listened to them all together, so we give honest reactions. Yes. I'm glad we're on the same page here. I oh, feel yeah. like we're, it, we're, we're coming together. Jim, Jim yeah, Jimba. Come on, let's get some Jimba. <laughs> give me the Jimba. <laughs> Jimba. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Craig, we're, we're 100% behind everything that you brought up, man, and... Uh, Hey, if anybody knows, I think Craig knows. Craig knows. Yeah, Craig. For sure. Craig's Craig's deep in the in the weeds on that one. So we're right behind you there, Craig. Thank you for another awesome experience. I'm excited to see now what this offseason brings with a potential new head coach with potentially Jim Harbaugh, and uh, that's going to be some exciting Craig experiences. I think. So, oh, I can't wait. Mm, I've got my hopes. There, my hopes are high now. I'm setting myself up, Kyle. He's got talk uh, me off the ledge. No, I'm I'm, 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 I think, I'm not in a healthy place right now. Yeah, not either. We haven't had a lot of fun this season. I think we just have fun with being excited about Jim Ball. Yeah, we are Jim Ball. Yeah. We are very excited. Um, all right. Well, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Charge Chat. But before we go, we've still got games, and that means we've still got bolt predictions to make. So, uh, this Saturday game. Los Angeles Chargers against the Bills at home. SoFi Stadium. What are some of our Bolt predictions? Who wants to Kevin, go you first? go first. Kevin, okay. You go first. Kevin, you so, go first. 
I think the Chargers are going to pull this out. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to win one for Dean. (laughs) 21 21 to 20 Chargers. And I think uh, our our sweet baby boy, Easton Stick, throws three touchdown passes. Mm. Don't think our run game is going to do much. Um, Really don't. But I think I just don't have a feeling it's going to do much. But I think he's going to throw well. He's going to have, you know, three tutties, no interceptions. um, And we'll win 21 20. Wow. Yeah. That is bold. That is very bold. You're welcome. All right. right. I'm going to go. I think the only way we have a chance to win this is keeping it low scoring. Defense comes out and plays lights out. Mm. So I'm going to call it. 14 10 Chargers. <laughs> I was going to say 17, but I don't think we're going to score 17. I'm going to go 14 10 Chargers. Okay. And my bold prediction is that we're going to get some of these young guys on the field. Deion Henley is going to have a sack Ooh. and a pick. Ooh. And a pick. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Damn. Coming out game. I love it. I know. <sighs> me too. How do I follow that up? I don't know. Deion Henley. That caught me off guard. I know. I, know. I wasn't everyone's ready calling, for that. <laughs> everyone's calling for the young guys to get into the game. I don't think it's going to... Well, I just did a bolt prediction that it will happen. <laughs> I'm hopeful that it will happen. Yeah. But I don't know if... I don't know if... Well, maybe... Dude, maybe Derek Ansley all season has been like, Coach, we got to get Deion in there. We got. I know exactly how to call the perfect defense, Coach. Just let me do yeah. it. I've got the perfect no. play yeah. for Deion. He's like, just let me put yeah, him in. Deion's got to get in there. We got to get him in there. And Coach's like, no, he's not ready. He's not ready. And now <laughs> this is that week that it's like, you're ready. And he goes in there and goes off. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um. All right. I, I think this has been a season that has been really... There's been a lot of opportunity on defense to make some big plays. And so I'm going to say uh, defense gets at least three interceptions. Whew. One of those run back for a touchdown. And he the guy it. that runs it back, who's going to remind us all how great of a player he is, is Derwin James. I like that. Derwin's game. They're going to keep it Final simple score, for though. him. Final score is going to be uh, Chargers are going to win uh, 24 to 17. Okay. Uh, it's going to get close. It's going to be one Make of those it 25 games. 25 for Christmas. Make it okay. 25. 25. 25. 25. 17. You nice. also like the weird numbers. That's I do. That's true. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bro. <go> 25. <laughs> All right. There you go, folks. Bolt predictions in the books. Uh, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any uh, final thoughts, gentlemen, before we let this fly? Let's go. I'm excited. This was a new team, man. We got a new team. We have no idea what's about to happen. Expectations yeah. shouldn't be anywhere because what the hell? Who knows? Yeah. Let's go have yeah, some yeah. fun and watch them. Bar is low. Yeah. Let's let's leap over that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you folks for hanging out with us. That's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.